0: Welcome to Winter Is Going, the only podcast for the final season of Game of Thrones. I'm Mike, and I'm Dan. Finished watching the second episode of this season. I don't know what it's called. Game of Thrones 69 is what was on my HBO Go. So <laughs> yeah, I that's don't.
1: What HBO said for
0: me? I think they're not. They're, they're. It's weird because they're keeping the episode titles under wraps, but yet consistently the last two weeks the episodes are leaking early. So don't know what's going well, on.
1: Last last episode's name was Winterfell,
0: I believe. Right, was Winterfell two. This one would probably be, but I I mean again I was I don't know I guess I, I had my hopes high for some some action here. I did like the episode. Let me just get start by saying that. I yeah, enjoyed, I agree with that. I enjoyed it. A lot of feel good moments. Um, we'll we'll touch on, but uh, I did. I I was thought the you know the last episode was going to be the feel good you know character reunion and then this one was going to be you know we're going to get me i i predicted a untimely or not untimely but a you know beloved character death which we did not see which i'm not exactly rooting for but i know the show's known for it so yeah i mean i guess overall little little empty but i mean it clearly is setting the table again another table setting episode for for next week it looks like so shit's about white walkers are here shit's about to get real
1: yeah, they've been watching their what is it, Marie Kondo tidying up. <laughs> so they're uh, they're just tidying right now, getting ready for fight fighting. Yeah, but spending <clears> their <throat> last nights together. Uh, there was there was you know a lot of feel good moments, uh, some not so feel good moments where I saw Arya and Gendry, and I don't know. I, like just, I get that she's of age now, but it felt wrong.
0: I don't know. I, 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 I in the sense that it made her seem like an actual person because she's been kind of like a robot killing machine recently. Yeah, but, um, I mean, she definitely shows she's vulnerable. There's a lot of. Uh, I mean, the the start of it with Danny, John, and Sansa. Uh, Sansa you know, pretty much questioning Jamie, determining if they're. You know, then Brienne vouches for him. You know, it felt a very high schooly, where you know Sansa gives her opinion, and then uh, Daenerys gives hers, and then she looks over to Jon Snow to kind of like have her back, and you know he's having none of it. So it was, it was, yeah. it was—I don't know—funny too. Like I don't know what's going on. Like the writing is well, the
1: to- is, the Tormund scenes definitely, but it's I all mean, over the
0: place, man. It's like it's there's a lot of fun. This is the funniest season by far, I would say, which is—I mean—kind of nice, I guess, because it's the last one. But there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of comedic relief.
1: Like Tyrion isn't the funny one, I right. think, right now, but I think he was, for the longest time, the comedic relief, before, like, Tormund became a bigger character. And, you know, just some of, some of the funny
0: interactions with certain people. He was really the only comic relief, minus maybe the, the Hound and Arya's relationship, but... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of jokes, lots of jokes back and forth, which is, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's it, it's just a little strange, but it's cool, I like it. But I don't know, I, they, uh, I guess there's not much to to make. I mean, Theon comes back uh, to fight for Win- a lot of people are pledging to Winterfell. There's, you know, there again, it felt just like a continue a straight continuation of the last episode. But just like this yeah. could have been a a, a, a this would have been a two parter, you know, back in the day if it was on you know network television, but. Um, pretty much same feeling last time. Like again, I thought it was good. thought we were going to get it this week. We have to wait till next week. What were your well, thoughts? what did you think about this one?
1: Well, I mean, like we said, it's just a, a lot of feel good moments. It's these reunions, and you know, right now they don't have they don't have the liberty of like telling anybody who shows up off. So like Vion mm-hmm. comes back, obviously. You see that moment with Theon and San- uh, Sansa, and they went through some shit together, you know. So I get that that's how they they greet each other, but at the same time, they even mention it that he took over Winterfell,
0: you know, like right? He, yeah, he's. I mean, he he did he,
1: some terrible things at Winterfell. Oh,
0: extremely terrible. And I think that's what this these two are is just you know p- characters making amends for their past. You know their shitty mistakes that they, you know, did seasons ago, and now are trying to make make things right. And it's reunions, and it's people coming together, and you know, it it is it's cool to see all these and the characters we've never seen interact before are now having conversations with each other. It's cool. Like it's, we have no, there's there's been no, there's so many characters that it's hard to pack all the it, it wasn't you couldn't do it all in one episode. So I guess that's why they had to make you know. No, a double, a two-parter, so to speak, with you know everybody joining forces. But we're they're really hammering that home. I think they're just you know just to set us up, like I said, uh, for an epic. I don't know what's going to happen, and they're making a lot of yeah. you know illusions either way. There's a lot of talk about death this episode, with that they're going to die, knowing they're going to die. Tyrion seemed hopeful at the end, but yeah, I well, think... we didn't even see Cersei in this whole episode. Yeah, so obviously, like I think the next episode
1: might be totally focused in winterfell too
0: that would be very you, you wait you think it's going to be focused in winterfell
1: yeah i mean obviously they set it up with the end of the episode like
0: they are there so well the next week on it's oh it d- does show i stuck around and watched it i, it does I got sh- antsy yeah yeah it shows the uh yeah i mean uh, the pretty much same story they're at winterfell waiting for the night king nothing it doesn't sh- a lot of just character, one-shot character reactions, but nothing, no real new juicy information to dig into. Well, we
1: have, we have an hour and 20 minutes for next episode. Nice. So I can see it, though. We're
0: into the longer episodes now. I mean, they could be throwing us totally through a loop, and I, I could see it would be kind of Game of Thrones-esque for, like, nothing to happen in Winterfell next episode, and it'd be all... Cersei and Euron and them making like deciding what they're gonna do so I can I mean you know I could see a large chunk of the episode next week being that it'd be kind of upsetting well they've done that before though where they just they they leave you they forget about something for an entire episode and they kind of seem they were doing that this within this episode where you know Danny and Sansa's conversation that got cut short um and then uh, uh Danny and John's conversation at the end where he was you know laying it all out or who he is and that just got you know interrupted with no real yeah, resolution
1: that's not a not a great way to end that when you're going into war
0: right <laughs> exactly uh
1: not ideal
0: for you either of them gotta hammer this shit out yeah they they have no I mean she knows what's up too she I mean she knew like oh that means you're the rightful heir to the iron throne like that's right. the first thing she said so it doesn't seem like she's gonna take it well but well, I mean, that, that, no. that, that's clearly going to be tabled until the end of this war. But. She is
1: gonna, you know, think that John's trying to steal it, and then John will be like, "None of that matters. We're gonna die." Yeah. And then once again, people will be too concerned yeah. with, you know, just being being the king or queen.
0: Ugh. It'll be more of the same. I could see that happening. Where I mean, it's just they do defeat the Night King, and then it is just more of the same. Where they're now battling. It's just it, it, a repeat of you know what was going Starks versus Targaryens from back right. in the day. It's just all cyclical. But I mean, I don't. Again, we're jumping ahead a few episodes here. This one, I was. I'm glad we at least saw the White Walkers. And like there. And there's a lot of a them. A lot of them. I'm glad, and I'm glad we saw like we got one scene with like they were discussing battle tactics, and you know them going. This one makes sense going just after the Night King because they saw that before where they attack. You know they they get an actual walker and then all the the whites fall. So I mean yeah. that that's I mean they, they John's bouncing back from his terrible some of his terrible strategic plans from last season, and I hope I mean like how they're gonna do that? It's gonna be tough. And whether well, it looks like they're gonna use Bran as bait, which risky but i don't know i don't know and then he's (laughs) brand is just i I, i'm liking him more and more he's just This.
1: uh he's getting more lines that are actually just not like not just him being straight up creepy you know he's actually like kind of having a conversation now
0: what did you feel about how how did you feel about the the jamie brand scene how they handled that
1: i mean i thought it was pretty good like you clearly see when he's explaining, like, well, he gives pretty brief explanations of what's going on with the whole three-eyed Raven situation, but you know, he basically lays out, like, oh, I don't have feelings anymore, so whatever what? happened doesn't really matter. But Jamie still feels sorry, and I think that's like the point that they're trying to hammer home is like, mm-hmm. at the time, yeah, he didn't feel sorry, which was a pretty good line, I think, like.
0: And yeah, Bran's got, he's, he's got a lot him, of good retorts.
1: Right. Made him feel it pretty good. But yeah, he was still remorseful even after finding out that Bran doesn't have feelings. So I think that was a pretty cool scene.
0: It was great. I thought they handled it really well. Bran is ultimate big picture man, where he, like, it's exactly what, um, like, I thought how I thought it would go down. Just, you know, Bran being kind of above that, you know, how above that kind of pet, like the, the squabbles back and forth between families. He understood what Jamie was doing. They're both different people now. And I think he realizes he would, and he said it, he, he would be Brandon Stark. He wouldn't be the three eyed Raven. Does he want to be the three eyed Raven? I guess that's another question, Probably but he happen, wouldn't but... be. He knows that for sure. And he, maybe he it sees it as something that had to happen. So, but I really, I like that scene. Cause I thought, and I even, it's funny how the episode began. Cause I thought, uh, you know, we saw the shot of Jamie in Winterfell in the in that room, same spot Littlefinger died in. And before the episode, I'm like, "Oh, there's gonna be they're gonna be get rip, you know trying into about uh, Bran, about pushing Bran out the window." I didn't even think like I didn't even remember. The, oh yeah, he's the Kingslayer. Yeah, and that's uh, that was her, that was Danny's dad <laughs> yeah, that he killed. That's, uh... and that's the whole thing. Yeah, I, I'm that that never even crossed my mind. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That that would be the first thing they would talk about
1: i mean i'm gonna be honest too that did not immediately come to my mind either we didn't talk about it last week and when it happened i was totally caught off guard (laughs)
0: me too i said i literally said all that oh yeah that's right he did oh no (laughs) oh no
1: he didn't oh god
0: Oh yeah it was uh it was but yeah it was that was the fact that brianne stood up for him and vouched for him and their relationship whatever it is is i mean and then he knighted her which was a great scene i love that she was able to get that um you know right before the battle where everybody might die but at least like she has that she's always wanted to be a knight and it was it was, a, it was a great scene great scene for both of them i always liked when they were like companions together and it's cool that they came back together and are like it's it's i think it's just i don't think it's like a, a love thing i think it's a mutual respect like he well, i think res-
1: it's a love thing but not a romantic love right the way it, like, yeah that's, they definitely care
0: for each other pretty deeply oh absolutely yeah that's what i yeah that's a better way to put it not a romantic love but yeah torment's clearly iron uh iron for brienne it's thirsty yeah <laughs> he, is,
1: he is quite thirsty yeah
0: so army I mean, too. Ar- too, like that I, that's the first thing i said she's she like it was so obvious she was like moving hard on gendry
1: oh yeah we this, saw it coming but right i don't know if i saw that coming what
0: was the weapon it looks just like a spear that like it was the,
1: it was essentially just like a a staff right like she a had pointed, used the faceless but it had it had points on each side
0: But it was dragon glass where the points right and I thought but it looked like from that drawing it looked like it was almost a projectile
1: well that's the thing I, I'm thinking there is going to be projectile we have
0: to see her use it
1: but we don't we don't know yet
0: yeah yeah we'll see once we see her use it I mean, uh, the, that paint that picture will be fully painted so she definitely
1: game. showed off her uh ability with projectiles in that episode. And yeah, twirling. On multiple occasions. Uh-oh. She's shooting arrows all straight in the same spot. Throwing knives. Throwing yeah. the uh knives.
0: Yeah, that was pretty badass when she just threw the, the the three knives right by Gendry. That was cool. But uh yeah what else good I mean, way to so, seduce. what what else what else happened this up? We got uh reunions, Gendry, um uh, the, I We mean, saw the
1: Mormons finally talk? Mormons,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Good, good It was good a tiny call. scene, but I didn't know if you that know? was ever going to happen because like Jorah's kind of disgraced with amongst his family so or he, he was so it's good cool to right. see that he's kind of being welcomed back and it was it the the scene where he vouched for Tyrion was um was interesting. I did not see that coming either.
1: Yeah, that I mean I think that everyone's pretty well aware of like
0: seeing the Tyrion- bigger picture.
1: Yeah, well, the bigger picture, but Tyrion also throughout this whole time, he had made some pretty bad mistakes, yes. But he's also like been very strategic in the way he's planned things previously as well. Like he's thought of things that other people haven't. And uh yeah, he got True. caught off guard maybe with Cersei, but she's he gave she's her the benefit good.
0: of the doubt. Yeah, and that's one of his uh, one of his classic flaws. But I mean, Have I you... thought go ahead oh sorry uh i i just thought of this though
1: have you thought of like the likeness now between sansa and cersei too
0: yeah i mean she learned a lot from from cersei whether i mean how she's going to use that knowledge is is kind of to tbd at this point um i mean she's never we haven't really seen her much of, of a ruler we've seen i mean the parts we have seen her be a ruler or um you know, pretty essentially managing Winterfell. She's been really good and effective at it. So I, yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. She seems like she she's def- definitely developed uh, a cold ruthlessness. Like she's that right, not taking no for that, an answer.
1: She has that like collected like, uh, I don't know. She doesn't get like emotional. I mean, Cersei did a few times, but it was mostly child related. Mm-hmm. Like if she didn't have her kids, I don't think she would have been, uh you know lashing out as often but other than that one like she had her scenes previously with Sansa, when she was learning so to speak like she acted in that very cool just sipping on her wine very nonchalant uh manner and i feel like Sansa kind of has this like straight to the point
0: no motion
1: uh, no motion like well she sees
0: through know. people too clearly like uh, knows that uh, how to manipulate people now she's learned a lot she's learned a lot from uh, her horrible things that have happened to her but i mean it's just, clearly she's emerging as an effective effective ruler we'll see how that plan yeah. pans out with the, and the, that's the big question too the north like what happens to the north like they were always like their own thing you know not really ruled by the seven King or the the iron throne and that's clearly not the picture danny sees for the end she sees her on the iron throne and you know ruling over all seven kings i mean then that's another way that they just kind of left that up in the air so it's it's almost like we'll sort this shit out afterwards kind of deal which i mean they i mean makes sense and that needs to happen so i'm not surprised that they're bringing it up and kind of creating this conflict now and i can i can also see this white walker battle either lasting the entire rest of the series or being over within the episode. Because they tend to do that where they fast-forward through the battle part and just deal deal with the aftermath and the politics of it. It's a lot right. of setup and a lot of aftermath, but the, not a lot of actual fighting. We did see, I mean, Battle of the Bastards we did. And there's been a few times, but for the most part, especially in the books, too, like, he glosses over that shit. It's always, like, what wh- do you, right afterwards.
1: What do you think the... This is just like wild guesses, but what do you think the trajectory of the season is? Because we have this awkward kind of situation going where the greatest battle that's going to happen with the living and the dead is pretty much set up to happen. That's really the only thing that matters. That's what we know so far. But if they do win that, do you think they're going to have one, two whole episodes about like, the politics after that
0: they could or do I mean, you
1: think it could just end with the the living and the dead fight and that's that's it i
0: don't know i i could see they've set
1: up so long of all these politics and it's like there's the potential where it doesn't even end like that
0: well they're framing this season where the white walkers aren't even the, the big the biggest villain it's cersei like they're setting it up right. to deal with the white walkers now and then cersei later so mm-hmm. that, that could be how it pans out, where they so yeah, great, they survived this battle, but then they have to deal with the Golden Company and the Lannister army. Not to mention uh, Euron's troops, or whatever, how many other people. I don't know how many people he has now, but yeah, so they have to deal with that afterwards. So, I mean, that could be the ultimate battle. Like, like I said, I could see the White Walker thing being over. They you know they just kill the Night King, lure him in, kill him, done. I mean, that that yeah. would be the way to do it. I would say a lot easier said than done. But that's that l- appears to be from this episode. That appears to be the strategy.
1: I've also heard the theory that, uh, well, actually, that was debunked in this episode, so it's not really worth looking at. In this episode, they let us know that the White Walkers are just—they're pretty much gunning for Bran. Mhm. They got it, They got the mark. They on know him. where he is exactly, Right. It which is, we've known. Right. But the the thing that I was uh, toying the idea with is that the white walkers may skip over winterfell and go to the south go to king's landing and use that to ensure that they can take out bran and the dragons because that is the biggest threat
0: that would be crazy i can't i mean yeah that that would be a a definite uh, plot twist for sure and i couldn't see like because i don't even you don't even know if they could survive when it's I mean I guess the coal just comes with them so that wouldn't be an issue but yeah you know, Right. I don't see how they would even get around Winterfell. That would be really funny though if like the Winterfell soldiers were out there ready to go and they just see the white walkers just walk past walk them. Walk right on by. You know, right, right, right right on their way. That would be very <laughs> That would be that would be pretty good. But um, I mean
1: they're obviously smart, right?
0: Like, clearly they're clearly intelligent and they've done the, the I mean the show's Gone out of their way almost to demonstrate that with uh, the you know the patterns they do, and the, they're clearly able to communicate with each other, and it's just they have some sort of super hum- like and the way he's able to throw that ice spear like an Olympic style javelin and just pierce that dragon in midair, like so they clearly have some sort of advanced uh, you know capabilities. So we haven't really even seen the full extent of that. But we will. I mean, like when. They do, but we also know that they can be killed too, I and mean, we they they know what can kill them. Those obsidian weapons that they keep wielding seem pretty cool and effective. So, I don't know. I don't think it's as bad of a hope for everyone as 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 the, the characters in the show do. I think that I think that the the living will win, but how much mon- how many living will survive is the big question.
1: Right. Well, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that, but obviously that's where we're going we have four episodes left
0: four episodes next one is what hour 20
1: yeah somewhere around there all right cool the next the the next four the rest of the season are all in the 120 range
0: well yeah this seems like the it for like good character moments so i mean hopefully not but it it's it's looking that way so i think that once this is all said and done those this will be like the the funny comic relief of the season these two episodes yeah. And serious shit's going down afterwards because no, they all have. to I mean, not only do down. they have the Night King and Cersei, but they have all these other problems to deal with. You know, if they win, so if they win, I mean, there's they they still got a lot of shit to deal with. So then they yeah. just kind of set up and then just left and are going to table until this is all said and done. So we'll see. It's gonna be a tight couple episodes. It is. There's got a lot of shit to still deal with, and then just setting it up for. I mean, I don't know they, Like, if they're I know they got prequels in the mix, but, you know, they could obviously do a sequel to whatever happens at the end of the story. No one knows because there's no source material, but we'll see. We will see. That's kind of the the tagline for all the shows we do.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've and, said that a few times. Yeah,
0: just a few. But anything else, Dan, before we get out of here? You want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, we got I mean, a new a email few. address, too. So it is now RegalFoxPod at gmail.com.
1: All right. That's RegalFoxPod at gmail.com. Yes.
0: Now that I brought you up to speed, take it home.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, you know, if you have any questions, hit us there. You could hit us on Twitter. And that's at Regal underscore Fox. Uh, But other than that, you know, we'd be happy to take any questions on air for the next episode. Any comments, concerns, anything you got, let us know. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all we got here.
0: Yeah, we'll be doing, we do the Instant Cast every uh, Sunday right after the episode. Then we'll be coming back midweek for Deep Dive. We'll read all listener feedback, go into our own theories, crazy speculations, whatnot, the works. So, yeah, tune in then. Hit subscribe on uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening. So it'll just pop up right in that feed. And then send us all questions your way. That Email regalfoxpod at gmail.com. But until then, this is Winter Is Going, the only podcast for the final season of Game of Thrones. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. We'll see you. Peace.